What's up, gang? It's your girl, Lover Gang, back at it with gang conversations. So today, okay, I have a little surprise for you guys. Um, you know how I'm always raving about how I wonder how it is to experience somebody who's struggling mentally, like being on the other side, or just like seeing everything unfold and not knowing what to do. So today I have a guest here and yeah, we're gonna get our answer, I hope. <laughs> I hope he's ready to speak to us today. Yeah, you can say hi. Um... What's good everybody? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I don't want to give up too much of myself, so I guess I'll just say hi and go from there. Yeah. So... Once you see, um, like the signs of this person kind of going down the hole, like, okay, what was it like? How did you feel at the time? Let's just say that. <clears throat> uh, pretty much, we all struggle with, like, we all struggle with things in our heads terms of how we cope with life, cope with experiences and all that stuff. So having not really experiencing somebody that I, that I would say struggled in that aspect before, I didn't know how to navigate this new space. First of all, you know, I didn't even know what it was at the time. You know what I mean? I wasn't fully like, I didn't even try to understand more so that was like, my yeah. own part of life, yeah, exactly. Yeah. But pretty much in that moment, I kind of felt, I felt a lot of pressure. Did you maybe feel helpless a little? No, not ne- not necessarily helpless, but isolated. What made you feel isolated? <clears throat> um, my relationship with this person was intimate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and um, being an intimate relationship, I was there like almost 24 7. Okay. You know what I mean? So, being there and having to like, be a constant in the coping of this. takes a toll on both the person coping and the person trying to help the coping process. Pretty much. So I guess I would say I kind of ultimately just felt because I didn't know how to about it do you feel like you kind of um distanced yourself a bit um or 
like just removed yourself from the equation. No, that's true. No. Yeah, I would say it was more so a thing. But this is totally like my interpretation of it can be different from the person's interpretation. Of course. Of course. Yeah. This is just based off of my own experience. So I felt like I wasn't like detaching myself, right? But I was detaching my uh, concern. So, in recent times, I've had conversations where, like, things were pointed out to me that I was doing back then, that was, do you know what I mean, that I didn't realize at the time that I was doing that was really, really fulfilled. But we kind of... No, it's okay. I guess, this is a free space. (laughs) Honestly, this is like a Sufi. I don't edit anything. Just, yeah. (laughs) But yeah, man, places where I genuinely feel comfortable about about that stuff, yeah, so... The experience, I would say, was just, I feel like, what I would say to to speak to myself back then, I feel like, one thing for sure, is, listen less, perceive more. Listening, words are fitting, words are like talks cheap, do you know what I mean? But like how a person moves or acts or what a person does says everything. Do you know what I mean? So I guess listening because words can be misconstrued. If you're in the heat of the moment you can say one thing, right, that you normally say in a different circumstances. Something that you possibly don't mean, or yeah. something that's just like taken out of context. Exactly. Yeah. I guess the possibilities are a lot more when you're not perceiving. Do you know what I mean? Because if I can see and understand 
that this person is going through this. That is why they are doing this. Yeah. It's easier for me to navigate how to help. Which is what I neglected at the time. It was more of a okay. Since you want to act like this, I'm gonna <laughs> yeah, come back later with an right, bro. Like, yeah. or if you can see that she's not okay, and then she tells you she's fine, you just say okay. Yeah. Yeah. In a in a more I don't know in an easier yeah, <laughs> an easier way to put it would be that. There's a lot of other, like, just asking questions. Right? Okay, I'm gonna talk about, like, now, before we, like, go further, mm-hmm. with, like, the little that she've said, being on the other side. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. it's not, it's gonna be, like, a back and forth type mm-hmm. of situation. <clears throat> so, with the whole thing of, firstly, if, say, you ask, are you okay? Just like whether it's like I'm talking in the general in the general sense for me like friend partner parent whatever. Um, if they say you are you okay and you don't look okay, sometimes it's okay. It's because like it's the easier thing to say, or sometimes you don't have the energy to even start explaining what's going on because you don't even know what's going on. You get me? Because you're overthinking a lot of things you're literally trying to figure out so many things at once but then (laughs) nothing is happening you know so yeah sometimes it just feels easier to just be like i'm okay and uh, funny enough (laughs) i actually also understand that more now having gone through like because it's been this is like an experience from what three years ago Mm -hmm. four years ago Give or take three years, right? Yeah. And then since then, oh my gosh. <laughs> Life. <laughs> I've been through some shit and I kind of like open my eyes to see that. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, sometimes people say they're fine and they're not fine. And it's not even more like in my experience, it wasn't really like a thing of, oh, I'm fine and I'm not fine. It was more of a thing of, Why don't you do this like this? Why don't you do this like that? Mm-hmm. Please can't you do this like When all you really want is you need to pay attention to you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You're trying to get somewhere. Like you know, giving solutions, basically. When sometimes you just need somebody to listen. Not even that, bro. Like, it? it's <laughs> a, like it's a thing where my problem has nothing to do with what I'm complaining about. Okay. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I don't, I, I want you to do this and that and this and that and that and that. Do you know what I mean? Please be this, please be that, please be all of these things. Mm-hmm. Please, 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 I just want you to do this and that and that. Do you know what I mean? But what, what you want, although you may not fully, I, can't, I don't want to speak on behalf of anybody else. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? But from my perception, it could be an issue where, or an instance where, you're not fully like you haven't fully understood what you want yet. You just know that there's a craving or aching for something. Do you know what I mean? So you're trying to translate that to this person that cares about you, or this person that is caring for you. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But it's coming like it's not. You're not connecting to this person. Or you're, you're not, not communicating well. properly to yeah. this person. Do you know what I mean? Although having like a and it's so funny because this person is kind of. It's not even kind of. 
never going to be a thing of oh I helped this person or I did this for that person so oh yeah my life is roses now you could get shit faced you could get like for helping somebody do you get what I mean you could get from like from one wrong step or one wrong move that you realize that this person was just using it for this to this end because they see that you can give it to them for nothing because that's who you are that's that person do you get what I mean but this is what you've learned from your experience with other people do you get what I mean you've learned to be more receptive more of those things you can still get like even mentally as well you can still get fucked in the head okay so correct me if i'm wrong maybe i'm i hope i'm following mm-hmm. so is this you're on the other side right mm-hmm. that's okay so it's like um how people that are struggling get these i don't know if i should call them skills of like being able to manipulate situations or it grew, it like when when a person isn't fully like when the person has managed their predicament mm-hmm. instead of trying to help it it becomes a thing where this is how you cope with this yeah it's all you know like it's a exactly. safe it's like a bubble exactly yeah do you know what I mean so in the end like the journey that you've gone on has created this person who is capable to exist in this space and time. So you can imagine what they can do after and and to the regular person, this person is fine, okay, everything's nice and iry, do you know what I mean? But like to a person who knows your ass, do you know what I mean? (laughs) To a person who has experienced you there as well, you know what I mean? Like Ah. Oh wow! Dang. Okay. It's happened. I'm like, I'm, this yeah. is, and I and I don't just like I like I I don't just speak on things I experienced myself. Yeah. Things I've yeah. seen, things I've heard. Do you know what I mean? But, I mean, if I'm being honest, like I hear what you're saying. Somebody that has learned to like 
basically kind of survive by themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, basically, like fighting for their life every day. You know, fighting all these things. Mm-hmm. Surely, even the like the way we think is expanding. You know, because I'm learning so many things. Like, there's a lot going on. Actually, mm-hmm. if I'm being honest, there's a lot going on. So. Once they get into the world, they have. Maybe I should stop saying they have. Let me mm-hmm. let me say I have um, analyzed a lot of characters. Um, so you know you know how to deal with people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, if I'm being complete, like you know how to deal with people. But sometimes, obviously, you mistreat the chase, and you're like, oh. What? I thought okay anyways but yeah that kind of thing so the kind of skills that you've acquired from trying to survive trying to navigate with those same skills in a world that is literally going so quickly because once you were like when you were in that whole bubble it's just you you know and things are going slow people are, like I said in the, in the um, previous episode I was like people were growing people were getting married people were dying so as you get out of that bubble, you're so used to fighting for your life that yeah, that's become your coping mechanism. Exactly. That can even drag you to relapsing. Yeah, exactly. You see. So it's that kind of thing. So man, it's so complex. <laughs> you know, I love that um I can just give you like I feel like I'm getting answers from you mm-hmm. and I'm still giving you the answers like this yeah, is what yeah. this is what was this is what is happening sorry yeah, huh. I, yeah. I have I have a couple of questions I okay <laughs> alright um let's see yeah let's um, see let's see In a situation where, let's reuse myself, okay, you know, you have said that you've been triaged, right? <coughs> that scenario. How would you ex- This feels okay. like a jubilee, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, I don't want to use the word expect because I don't believe in expectations anymore. <laughs> Dang. But, um, what would you have preferred? Um, what would you prefer, basically, right? Institutions, for example, where you you want attention, right? From you, yes. And I'm giving you attention, yes, but there's a need to give the attention that I can give or I'm willing to give at the time, right? And no more than that. Yes. Wait, you're the person that's struggling, and then I'm. No, no, no. no. You're, you're the one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> scenario right am I a bad person if I choose my time like not for a long time just but she's choosing me basically yes okay at the time in this that stage it would be like even if like because you can't like everything is just for you 
so it will feel like you're being abandoned you know mm-hmm. that this person is there but they're not there mm-hmm. then it doesn't help with the overthinking and you know all these things your mind is just bouncing <laughs> all over the place so now i definitely wouldn't say you're wrong we were wrong for that or are wrong you know mm-hmm. yeah because sometimes it's literally out of your hands you know sometimes and one thing i can tell you is if somebody doesn't necessarily want to step out of that bubble there's nothing that you can do like unless that person decides that you know what I'm actually going I'm going to put in the work I'm going to you know I want to be better I want to get better you know there's nothing you can do so I can imagine trying to help such a person it definitely does take a toll on you like this is somebody that she care about you know and Bro, that just sounds like hell. <laughs> If I'm like thinking about it now. Oof. I wonder like I think about my siblings, my friends, my parents and I'm like, "Oof, I'm so sorry." <laughs> I am so sorry. That ain't me, you know? So yeah. I wouldn't say you're wrong for that. Okay, not necessarily I'm not I'm okay. asking whether yeah. you're wrong. Right, per se, like, how, like, what would you prefer? Getting the attention. In like, would like being. Uh, being able to like. Um, what would okay. you suggest is a better outcome, like, or would be a better outcome from that experience for the person struggling? Like, is it better for that person to go through the experience of their loved one and their uh, what's it called counterparts? choosing to actually say okay no i'm giving you some attention today relax okay i'll never do you have it is it better for them to experience that for the communication basically sometimes communication can go a long way because don't forget a huge part of um all of this is the overthinking so imagine just saying something straight it okay it doesn't obviously stop all the overthinking because you probably say why <laughs> you know things like that but it makes things a bit clearer mm. might even bring you down like ground you a bit and be like okay well you know in yeah. life there are things that don't really need much participation like I just want to go down there and have with the boys <laughs> for like, a couple minutes bro Or or you're sleeping. I can see that you're sleeping. You understand? And I'm like, okay, let me just quickly go to school and just check out my guys. Mm-hmm. And I stop to get. I'll be back. Like I ain't running. <laughs> Did you get me? Like my stuff is talking. Literally, you yeah. get some those type of situations. I feel like don't require. How do I explain to you that? Okay. Like, how do you manage you when you're in that situation that is such a very like mild situation? Hmm. You know what? I don't want to misguide anybody. Mm-hmm. So, um, mm-hmm. to be honest, I don't know. <laughs> so, 
like because another thing is people definitely do things with their money mm-hmm. <laughs> we're all like there's like over 8 billion people in the world mm-hmm. <laughs> with different personalities mm-hmm. different um, survival capabilities <laughs> yeah um, you know things like that so I can't give an answer for one person or mm-hmm. five people you know yeah that is something to think about though because it could also factor into like not just the overthinking but you know the survival how you're constantly feeling like you're trying to survive and stuff like that so the minute something just or something or how do I put it some okay, routine yeah, when something right. changes it kind of sends you into panic mode um, it triggers you you know things like that yeah. so that could be yeah okay I think yeah. that's my root question then like yeah. how do you cope with your person's triggers a person's triggers like if you're a weird person that is Situation where you communication is really best because you're still trying. Like you know how there's people who they have to fight that fight mm-hmm. to understand each other. Mm-hmm. Do you get? I've had an experience where, like this person I'm with, I have most like I'll be saying it the same thing calmly and peacefully, explaining to you calmly and peacefully. You still know the understanding. Do you get me? But after we finish fighting, it has escalated to fight. They can't hear anything again yeah. until the full extent of that trigger has been fully elapsed yeah. and then you know starts pressing and stuff. That's another mental discrepancy in itself. As you see, <laughs> so imagine all of this. This is one person. 
let us be with hell. <laughs> okay, but, but, all right, but, but. <laughs> but witnessing all of this <laughs> and ex- and being like ah, being part of it and not having it. Imagine not being mentally ill. Sorry to say, yes, we am saying it. But imagine having a mental illness, right? Oh, sorry, my bad. Imagine not not having a mental illness or having to go through the experiences with a person that is going through it. Just like, I don't know how to navigate that. First of all, secondly. I think I might even be, having, be like generating my own mental illnesses as a result of your own. <laughs> mm-hmm. Do you get what I mean? Yeah, you also yeah. inadvertently like affect me as well. Do you understand? Okay. Because okay, now I start to act a certain way or do a certain way. Like I start to have triggers myself. Yeah. Do you get? Something starts to trigger me the more like I have to deal with your own triggers. Do you get what I mean? That has created its own. And then it kind of leads you. Put it not yes. at the best position. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Usually isolated because you cannot see anything to a person who is going to be the person who is going to be to themselves. You cannot tell them, why the fuck are you doing shit to me, bro? Oh, fuck you. <laughs> oh, fuck your mom. <laughs> Suck your mother. Hey, uh, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> Please relax. <laughs> okay. Um. Hmm. But yeah, like. That is also very valid <laughs> because I have something like that has happened mm-hmm. in the past. Um, except I was like with this friend of mine, so she kind of had her own issues, mm-hmm. but at the pace I was going, mm-hmm. like things were so bad that it was just too overwhelming for her, for anyone even for myself you know so after one of my attempts actually Mm. she told me that they were like bro if something like this ever happens i might just have to you know Mm. cut you off and obviously i was confused and stuff like that but then now i think about i'm like okay honestly i hear it's like i fully understand now Mm. but at the time i was like when I need you the most, but it's okay. Mm-hmm. So yeah, there was another attempt, mm-hmm. <laughs> and she followed through. So when she told me that you know what, like this is done and everything, mm-hmm. it hurt. I was like, dang, mm-hmm. you know. Um, it was like I needed you the most right now. You you're not there. Mm-hmm. It was like. Um, Because this, it's so, it's such a confusing thing, like trying to explain it. Because now, yeah. because I'm not in that state anymore, I understand what you're saying yeah. about how somebody's um, issues can affect you, yeah. your whole well being and everything. Yeah. Because there's some things that maybe a friend of mine is going through that can trigger me, and then I kind of go down that, you know, yeah. that kind of thing. And it's like the way society is set up right now. I can't even like I, I shouldn't be feeling nice saying something like this because yeah. I'm speaking on mental illness and 
like expressing good yeah. mental illness is having the worst so I can't see anything yeah. about this girl or I'm crying hope or I'm crying sheep or whatever like, fuck no. like I don't want it to sound like I'm saying oh so it's not like mental what illness you, you can't help them exactly. yeah. nah that's not what I'm saying I'm saying like it's okay to be aware of how this is affecting you as well yeah. and how you can even like help the situation because that's if you can help the situation it affects you less as you get yeah. but when you're stuck sometimes if you can help yourself you can help that person as well because if you sink into this with this person yeah, who's going to help you exactly but hmm. well, imagine if now helping yourself means cutting that person out you see that's the thing sometimes that's just how it is and like I said at the time I was like oh. but I grew to understand mm-hmm. you know the same way I think with breakups or just j- basically just like losing things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. After some time, because in the moment, it's a lot going on, you know. But after some time, I think I'll, I'd, I'd like to think people do that. Like they think about situations and how certain things happened, why, trying to just like, understand. Be more introspective. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Just like, look back on yourself because I have looked back on myself sometimes I, I do I do that like sometimes I try it's hard it's very hard it's very hard and realizing that you know what when I was when everything was happening I was so in fact this is the way to put it I was hmm. one could even say abusive towards my mom hmm. like verbally hmm. you see because there was so much going on, you know? So, the things I've said, um, the silent treatment, you know, things like that. Looking back, I'm like, ooh, you know? Yeah. That's what I'm saying. You don't have to feel bad. It's just that in this situation, she was my mom, so <laughs> she kind of just had to stay. <laughs> Where could she go, you know? Yeah. So, you don't have to feel bad for leaving or distancing yourself from a situation and also if say trigger warning the person is maybe suicidal or something and then they take their lives you shouldn't put that on your shoulders because the final thought I can't speak for everybody but the final thought for me like and also the people that I've spoken to mm-hmm. to hear like their stories and stuff like that you're not really thinking about people mm-hmm. you're not thinking about how this person did this to me so I'm gonna kill myself you're not that important you <laughs> like <laughs> you know like it's a thing of you'd find that it built mm-hmm. that may be the trigger but it could have been something else Anyway, the trigger, the trigger is just a um, string. Yeah. Attached to something. Exactly. It's like if you put something here and like it's by the edge and then you just, mm. yeah, that kind of thing. So you don't have to put all that on your on, on your shoulders. Cause you're you're a human being. <laughs> you you're a mere mortal. 
just like they are. Yeah. How about <coughs> the person who? Okay, yeah, I can also. In uh, in circumstance where the person is maybe suffocating, for instance, right? Mm-hmm. And As in, like, um, you were there? I'm, I'm no? not just there. I was like part of the reasons or the root cause why this person suffocated at that time. Hmm. Without me, I was unaware, obviously, yeah, that, because of what I was doing, I didn't really fully grasp the like, impact of what was happening to me. Do you know what I mean? Hmm. What I was, the impact I was. That's like a kind of let me just put it this way, right? It's a kind of it put me in a space where like I started to think a bit less of my intention to be honest because it could initially felt like Made me start to question things about like, am I hurting this person intentionally? Am I, why am I? Do you get what I mean? It starts to make you question. Like, are you making the person worse? Are you good yes, for the person? Yes, am I? Do you get like, are you okay? Yeah. Yes. Am I the problem? Yeah. <laughs> Literally, I'm not the problem. People, do you get what I mean? Yeah. All those type of questions. It's like something that you start to struggle with at some point. That is completely understandable because another thing is like maybe if somebody tells you that oh I relapsed or oh I self-inflicted or maybe if you, you like maybe you see the scars or something or whatever they decided to do I don't know man like. <laughs> How do you even go about such a situation? Like, how do you... Because automatically you're going to feel bad. Because you're human. You get me? Like... And also feel weird questioning you about just... To get cussing yourself. Like, I don't want to make you feel some type of way by pointing out that you just this to yourself. Do you know what I mean? But I know that by me pointing this out, you are going to feel some type of way. Do you get me? So how do I... Is it good? Like, is it a good idea for this person to actually go through this experience because it's been um, a learning process for them, or is there a way I can handle this that has a better outcome or better? Um, yeah. I think sometimes it's something that people don't really talk about and stuff, but it's important to have uncomfortable conversations, mm-hmm. like conversations that even now you wouldn't think of because those are the ones that give a lot of answers that create a lot of clarity and stuff like that mm-hmm. so imagine at the time if you did say I see that because now after this the, po- the person probably is like kind of more calm because mm-hmm. of that e- the effect that it has so imagine you would have said hey well, more, I yeah. would have said more calm right I would say more passive 
more persevere about the things like the byproducts of and it, it makes because I don't want you to feel like you're crazy. Yeah. Do you get? I don't like and having experienced me makes you feel like it's okay to experience somebody like me or somebody who exhibited the same kind of characteristics that I did. Do you get? In no way am I like trying to make that a good thing. Do you get what I mean? Like I really want, honestly speaking, yes, I really want everybody who's going through some kind of mental um, discrepancy or the other to actually have a support system, have a coping, a healthy coping mechanism, have to get like yeah. being. I, I would like for everybody to be because we are all going through some shit. Do you get what I mean? Like we all have unresolved trauma. Facts. Yeah. Do you get the one that he passed down from generation to generation and then the one that the new age ushered into us with the whole technology and everything. But we've been given too much like way more we've been traumatized by information more these past few years than we have been traumatized by our parents. Uh, Do you get what I mean? Like I guess that's why people say ignorance is bliss. Yeah, in the end, but like, I'm a, you know, it's also fucking dead. Right? You know what I mean? like, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, man, like, honestly speaking, that's all, like, that's the reason why I would like to speak, like, I'm speaking on this same person with you, because I want to kind of see if there's a way, like, is this just all it's meant to be? Have you seen Predestination? Sorry, <laughs> yeah, I'm spoiling this for but fuck you guys. Now it. it was released in like 2014, bro. What the fuck? Mm-hmm. But yeah, um, it's a movie about how um, somebody using try time travel to try and alter their destiny because they are destined to kill us in the future. You get. Yeah. But going on that journey helps the person realize that the reason why they are killing is what they believe to be a good cause. Because they are killing their job originally was to kill to save for left to save me. Exactly. I think you're gonna spoil I might want to watch it. I might want to watch it. Pretty much like is it all this like is this person who's struggling with this thing meant to go through this experience so that they can learn? Or is there a better way to navigate this so that they can learn better or faster or yeah, like in a adapt way. well or yeah. do you know what I mean in a healthy way removing like it's because it, it's more in these days what we do as human beings we replace trauma with trauma yeah. it's crazy man <laughs> do you get compartmentalized okay this one I could solve it stay one side next do you know what I mean yeah. okay this is less um, um, this, is, this is gonna hurt me more but it's more pleasurable so I'm gonna go this with one. this. Yeah. Ah, this one. Ah, I already built my threshold. I can handle this one. This one's fine. Yeah. Oh, chest out. So building up more trauma, more trauma, more trauma, more trauma. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I don't. I'm, I want to have kids. I don't. I'm well, 50-50 for now. Right. You want to have kids? Maybe. If this if kind I, of crisis. I, I don't want to. Okay. The thing is, let me put it like this, right? Yeah. I want to have impact first before children. You might have limited time. This is me Damn. calling out. Yeah, I'm talking <laughs> now. <laughs> I'm talking to the capitalists. Yeah, <laughs> you are limiting. Listen, 
he wants to have an impact then have kids guys please spare the planet i am begging you you do not need that jet <laughs> i promise you i was about to go on a little rant no <laughs> well unfortunately you're going to have to end here um usually like i Look at me saying usually, and <laughs> my fifth episode. Wow. Okay. Energy. Energy. <laughs> energy. Um. I give like a word of affirmation or something. Mm-hmm. But today, I think I'm gonna give you the chance to just anything you'd like to say <laughs> pertaining. In fact, anything. Okay. Yeah. Um. I'm going through some shit. <laughs> right, and in the midst of that, I have kind of continued the journey in Christ, huh. the spiritual journey to be honest. Yeah. So, what I would have to say to anybody listening to me right now is if you are struggling with trying to find yourself, Trying to work through things, trying to basically find out what's going on. Do you know what I mean? There's somebody or a being, supreme being, that created all this. Do you know? So try and find it first. Do you know? Maybe I explain to you what's going on. So, yeah, man, God is the greatest. <laughs> yeah, hey. Thank you so much for doing this. We've been talking about it for so long. We finally got to do it. I'm big for my season. The first one. Yeah. I hope to have you again. Okay, gang. We've come to an end, and obviously, I'm sad. <laughs> but yeah. Um. Don't forget, the moon is beautiful. I love you. What's up, gang? It's me back with again conversations. Okay, um, I'm going to firstly start by explaining why I didn't publish last week. I'm up and down with a cold, still am. It's just that last week I was coughing way too much, so I would have been like, yeah, so therapy, <coughs> and then you know that wouldn't have been fun, and I was kind of sort of bedridden until I wasn't and now I'm not so let's focus on me being back let's do that <laughs> so gang my besties today honestly today I'm just gonna be freestyling I'm gonna be telling you how I'm doing literally it's literally just it's mostly just an update really and what's been going on and where my mind has been where I've been at and everything so, how are you, Liverpool? You may ask. Thank you for asking, guys. <laughs> I'm alright. I'm alright. I've... There's been so much going on, but nothing at all at the same time. I didn't... Okay. I, I couldn't say... I can't say I've gone back to therapy because I just, like, went for one session because at that time I just needed somebody to explain to me what was going on in my mind because... Like I said the last time, I was seeing existential crisis, 
manic episode. There were so many things, you know. So what I'm trying to do, like, this is something I'm actively trying to learn, is that, okay, how do I explain this? Each time something happens to me or I get triggers or things like that, a part of me kind of, like, okay, no matter, like, if I do something, yes. Yeah, let me put it like this. If I do something, then it feels way too familiar to the things that used to happen. Because I feel like that six years of my life, um, from between 2016 and... Hmm, no, let's say between... 20, let's say four years. Between 2016 and 2020, those are such dark times. So there's so many... Can you imagine how many triggers, how many traumas, how many... You know, so yeah. Um, automatically, if I get triggered like that, I spiral, and then I fail to get myself to slow down. Hence, why I went to see my therapist because I was telling her like I'm failing to slow down, and when I was telling her things, I was basically ranting about like I was babbling about what's been going on, what's in my mind, what's going on in my mind. And I'll even come up with my own answers during the same therapy session. But yeah, um, basically when it comes to that, I, okay, my biggest thing is I fail to slow down. And I don't know if, I think some people may have similar, like may have similar um, instances or other experiences, situations, whereby you feel like you can't just stop yourself from thinking too much or, you know. And when I'm, personally for me, when I'm failing to slow down, it also affects my physical well-being because I'll I'll constantly be anxious and stuff like that, which means I'm trying to constantly be doing something. So even if I'm not doing anything productive, maybe, okay, let me not say productive. Say, let me wash the dishes, let me clean the house, let me... um, you know, let me do something, basically, and I'm not doing this, okay, oh, goodness me, when I said freestyle, I meant it, hey, <laughs> I really did mean it, but yeah, um, <coughs> I'm so sorry, please do excuse me, bear with me, guys, <laughs> but yeah, like, when I fail to slow down, I'm constantly on the move i i actually i sleep more and generally i'm not a person that really sleeps like that you know yeah yeah i'm just okay for a good two weeks that's when i was spiraling and everything i was constantly tired fatigued breaking down but not knowing what exactly is making me break down. So it's just things like that. Um, hmm. Yeah, that was, that was scary. <laughs> that was very scary. That's why I was like, no therapy. Let's, let's, let's get, let's get to the bottom of this. So lately, basically like everything that was confusing me then, guys i'm so sorry um i'm really sorry about this episode my mind is all over the place and i'm trying to um 
put them together basically huh okay i'm gonna talk about my writing and how i feel so out of touch with it lately like i haven't i'm i managed to write a piece i think about two if not three weeks ago i think it was two weeks ago and i didn't like it you know it didn't feel like i wrote it it felt like somebody else was holding the pen and wrote that poem and it confused me because it's like i've i really love writing you know what i'm saying but then most of my writing has been based on my experiences and things that were happening to me things that have happened you know things like that and now that i'm not necessarily in that state anymore i'm not even sure what to write about sometimes because it was mostly just me talking about like writing about my story writing about things i'm passionate about for example um me being an advocate uh gender-based violence advocate and everything and mental health you know things like that so now when when it comes to like writing um not necessarily knowing what to write is frustrating. And it's like, it's not a writer's block. I know what a writer's block feels like. This, I don't know. So my therapist says, perhaps it's because that season of my life, um, like I'm in a different season, basically. And hearing her say that, I was like, hmm, perhaps I am. Because, you see, the same way, in general, um, we all just kind of outgrow things. If not outgrow, we all kind of just um, don't have, like, we can't, don't have the drive to do certain things anymore. And it's not because, no, you're getting depressed or... um, you know, things like that. It's just a thing of, I'm just not there anymore. You know? That's what it feels like. Yeah. And when she said it, I was like, dang, that is exactly what it is. But obviously, after the therapy session, I was overthinking. And I was like, really? I can I can try, right? <laughs> but yeah, this even goes to, like, when it comes to reading as well. For some time now, actually, I haven't been able... Like, I have so many books in my room. I'm looking at them right now. But I haven't... Like, I can't get myself to, like, pick up a book and read at least two chapters. I know I can. But I find myself saying, now, let me just do this instead. Or, you know, maybe listen to a podcast and stuff. But I really want to get back into reading, that reading culture. Because I feel like... I preoccupy my mind with so many things that I probably shouldn't. And I could do things differently. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to learn more things. I'm trying to I'm trying to like go back to reading. I'm trying to be more mindful. I'm trying to ground myself. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, my mind is just all over the place. So, uh, another thing I want to... That's... Okay, another thing that's kind of 
bothering me is my activism. It gets hard sometimes when, like, being an activist is not easy. Okay, I'd rather, let me say advocate. Being an advocate isn't always easy. Actually, it's not easy at all because it's sometimes, okay, sometimes it feels like your efforts are futile in the sense that I'm going to give South Africa as a good example because this is the one that I'm always like, oh my goodness, what is going on? Especially like when it comes to like gender-based violence and stuff like that. Oh, it bothers me so much because it's like people find creative ways to kill women these days, you know, even babies, kids, you know, things like that. And it's frustrating because it's like, are we not saying anything? You know, are we not speaking loud enough? Like, are we not, what are we doing wrong? And what should we do? You know, because trigger warning, if you're going to hear stories like somebody was perhaps chopped into pieces or there was a story whereby, uh, was it a three-year-old was raped and killed um, and I think cut into pieces and have, like, oh my goodness, it's frustrating, you know, because while doing all of this, you're also trying to understand how one can do this and it's also scary because it's like so we're really living among people like this in society you know how are we supposed to feel safe even i get scared you know and this is something i speak about with my friends um where i am like this part of the world People will constantly say, no, it's safe, you know. And for me, safety, for them, safety is like, nobody's going to steal from me. For me, safety is, will I make your home safe? You know, for me, safety is, the man behind me, I hope he doesn't try to talk to me, you know. For me, safety is, Bro, I just... It's so sad being a woman. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm kind of having a moment. I think I'm always having moments. Yeah. <coughs> <coughs> sorry. Um. It's like... Living in a world whereby... You're constantly being told you're safe but you don't feel safe hence okay my thoughts are all over the place again hence why when people say not all men we say but all women are scared and i want you guys to deep that i want you guys to think about it and be like fine as a man i would never do that to a woman but there is a man that would now I don't know that you wouldn't do that, but you know. You get me? So that's what takes away the focus, even, because it's like, no, but not all men. It's like, but all women are scared, you know? And now, 
you know what it it gets overwhelming sometimes because it's a scary thing it's a scary thing not knowing how you're going to die i mean as humans you could die from natural causes a car accident you know et etc but to say et etc etc sorry <laughs> so it's like now being a woman in this day and age is knowing that i could either die from natural causes car accident um you know anything and then also it could be at the hands of a man and i think that's a reality for most women really and it's hard to really explain because especially if these things have happened in the past and also when you know the stories of the women around you when it becomes when you were molested when you were raped when you were violated or anything instead of if i don't know but to me that sounds really scary cuz you can imagine the kind of trauma little kids women are carrying around all over the world little boys as well you know yeah so that's the part of activism that can get exhausting cuz it's like you're trying to be this voice for people but sometimes you can't even find your own voice and that's something i often have trouble with and in fact this is something that bothers me sometimes most times yeah um sometimes i feel like i'm not talking enough i'm not being loud enough and that's be- excuse me that's because sometimes i just feel small in this huge as world little label with the who sounds like a toddler but has so much to say just not enough confidence <laughs> oh my goodness why did i say that <gasps> okay also why did i whisper i have so many questions but yeah hmm yeah it's a, it's 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 overwhelming it's scary but with me it's like i really want to do this you know and I mean this in the sense that I've when it comes to activism specifically it's something that I've always been passionate about even as a kid I've always been especially let me just say my parents or my family otherwise I got to hear most of it but I always had opinions you know I always wanted to say something I always wanted to be like yo but I'd like to think the world does things to you. Traumas, you know, can affect you. And in as much as I can be able to talk, I'm doing this podcast, the books, you know, things like that. 
sometimes it feels like it feels like I'm an imposter <laughs> literally identity crisis question mark question mark question mark but yeah um no identity crisis I don't think so <laughs> but yeah I think yeah I feel like an imposter sometimes I fail to acknowledge that I've done a great thing even if people are saying oh you know I'm just kind of like thank you and me saying thank you is not me being humble being modest or anything it's just a thing of because somebody be like oh you're too humble I'm like it's because I just genuinely don't like I fail to yeah literally just failing to acknowledge the good things I've done whether it's with like the most little things really even the big things for example like publishing a book that's huge I should be like oh I should be elated because I know even I remember going back to even like when I published the first time which was in 2021 yes even then no was it 2021 2020 sorry even then it kind of felt like it wasn't mine you know I look at this book it's right in front of me and it still feels like did I write that you know did I publish that book hence why I failed when it comes to marketing and stuff even like with the podcast because I'm like oh I don't know man is it really good content? Are you sure? You know? So that's something that I struggle with. But I'm trying to work on, you know, guys. When it comes to healing, when it comes to self-discovery and stuff like that. It's an ongoing thing. Every day, you're learning something new. Yeah, but I think for me, what overwhelms me is the fact that I get all these realizations at around the same time you know sometimes i'm like okay so i act like this because of what happened to me like four years ago those kind of triggers things like that that build you into the person that you are yeah so that's that's something yeah so i'm mostly just confused about a lot of things right now like Do I want to be, um, no, with the podcast, I know I want to be doing this. Do I want to be an activist? Oh, no, I definitely want to do that. That's the wrong thing to say. My career, my career choice right now, basically, like what I'm studying and everything. I'm like, oh, do I really want to venture into this, you know? But at the same time, I'm also trying to see other ways to do things because I realize that just because I hate capitalism doesn't mean that I should just sit I need to do something you know um we're all trying to survive in this capitalist world I always say I want to talk about what like my thoughts on capitalism but I will and I think for that chat when we're talking about capitalism and the ins and 
all of that, I'll have a guest here with us. Somebody that can be more extensive about it. Somebody that agrees and everything. Somebody that can perhaps even help you guys change your minds if you're a capitalist. <coughs> I'm so sorry, you guys. But yeah, um, this is possibly the shortest episode I've had. Because I was just trying to update and just tell you where what's going on where i'm at um the journey the season that i'm in right now i would like to call it discovery because i'm trying to discover so many things i'm trying to find myself i'm trying to i'm trying to i'm trying to understand a lot of things really yeah and gang i really wish you guys would talk to me more (laughs) i wish this was like an interactive thing but you can still ask questions i don't know why you're not asking questions and also i'm trying to um with my socials especially instagram i want to be um more interactive speak more post more and stuff like that so yeah this is me. Please don't forget to share, rate, tell a friend to tell a friend to tell us the mom, the father, the sister, cousin, nephew, niece, uncle. I'm missing something. Grandmother. I don't know. Anybody. Yeah. Thank you so much once again, gang. It's always a pleasure being here with you guys and the quote i'm gonna leave you guys with is even if breathing becomes the only thing you're doing keep doing it all right gang bye